Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Dear Prayers Morning Bible Study, and we're so glad you could join us. But before we get into a word, let's take a moment and pray. Lord, we just thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives, Lord. And we just thank you that you continue to be the same always, Lord, and that you never change nor slack, Lord. Lord, we also just thank you that you give us the same diligent nature, Lord, and that we can be exactly like your son, Jesus Christ, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We are excited to have you with us and to continue our study in the book of Acts. We're still in chapter 9, and we're going to reread verses 10 through 19. But before we do, I'd just like to thank those that are have joined us and and especially our partners, those that have chosen to, to engage with us in the work of the ministry, to build the Lord's house and to preach and teach the gospel throughout the four corners of the earth. We thank you immensely for your heart to the Lord and for being a blessing to us, you know, for keeping us lifted up in your prayers, for sowing into the ministry, and for liking and sharing all these episodes and subscribing on the number of platforms that you can find a day of prayer on. And just helping others to be built up in not just knowledge of, but in relationship with our Lord and Savior. Jesus the Christ. So thank you. Thank you. We are keeping you in prayer as well and seeking the Lord on your behalf daily. So again, just wanted to thank you for being a blessing to not just us, but to so many around the world. But are we ready to get into the word? Yes. Because that's the reason we're here. So can I get a volunteer to reread from Acts 9, verses 10 through 19, please? I will. All right, promise. Now there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias, and to him the Lord said in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Here I am, Lord. So the Lord said to him, Arise and go to the street called Straight, and inquire at the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he is praying. And in a vision he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he may receive that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem, and here he has authority from the chief priest to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. Then Ananias went his way and entered the house, and laying his hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road as you came, has sent me that you may re- that you might sorry, that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately there fell from his eyes something like scales, and he received his sight at once, and he arose with, and he arose and was baptized. So when he had received food, he was strengthened. Then Saul spent some days with the disciples at Damascus. Amen. So as is our custom, the floor is open at this time. 
to give each of you the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit's speaking and ministering to you, and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I'll go. All right, I promise. Okay, so one of the scriptures that the Lord reminded me of was James... Uh, James 5.19, sorry, not 5, 2.19, where it says, you, be- you believe that there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. And also verse 20 where it says, but do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? And the Lord remind me of how after Saul got bap- after Saul got baptized, he didn't just stand at one place that he kept moving forward. And so the Lord remind me of that he wasn't going, Well, I, I have a good enough position knowing that oh, Jesus is Lord and just teaching upon that that he kept moving forward. Amen. Okay. Amen. That's that's a little ahead of where we're at. So what about what the Lord's speaking and ministering to you here? Is that what else? What else was gonna say? Okay. And then the Lord remind me of how the once they get healed, that after they get healed, it said that when he received that he was baptized with the Holy Spirit, and how the Lord remind me of how people they believe that they can't have any any of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, like being baptized with the Holy Spirit, because they don't think they deserve it. And the Lord remind me of how the, those who believe that the only way they can receive something from the Lord is by deserving it, like to, they don't get anything because they miss out on the grace of God. They, they yes. set aside the grace that God has given us through the Lord Jesus Christ to be able to receive what we have not earned. It is a free gift. So that, that mindset does it inhibits it's a stumbling block to receiving from the lord mm-hmm. you're right honey go ahead it then we saw how he didn't just pick the skills back up and put them on his eyes and say no i have to stay like this and claim that he was being humble <laughs> and okay okay that's a good point go ahead the lord showed me that he said no the lord has given me grace and since he has given me grace i have to do what he tells me to do Mm-hmm. And he reminded me of that because the Lord's, the reason why the Lord's rest is because he gives us grace. And he reminded me of that if, if he didn't, if he was, that it, that if we had to earn everything that he gave us, then he won't be righteous. He would be just giving us what we owe, what he owed us. That would exclude us from a lot of things, mm-hmm. but, and there's also the side that we could never deserve it um our very nature our very structure is contaminated by sin all have been born into sin um that that have been born on the earth so man and woman were created right not born but once they chose to partake of sin that meant everybody after them that would ever be born on the planet was going to be born with the sin nature so since all and Jesus would be the exception, right? He did not commit sin, but he had flesh and blood just like we do and was tempted in all points. But all would fall short of the glory of God. 
mm-hmm. the exception of our Messiah, who is sinless and blameless. So we could never come and deserve it. That, that's also one of the points of why the laws were written out, uh, the Old Testament law. So it'd be so mind-boggling <laughs> trying to keep all of those little things in our humanity. So we'd go, ooh, shoo, thank you, Lord, for giving us a Savior. It doesn't mean we cast off restraint and we don't um, live our life as holy and sanctified before the Lord, but it also means that we come and we rest and recline on the work that Jesus has done and we take his grace and we take all the prize and the victory that he's won and we enter in by faith in him, letting him have done that work for us. And then we receive what we could not in any way, shape or form earn for ourselves. He did what we could not do. And we just, mm-hmm. we enjoy that benefit and that blessing. He took all of our sin. We took all of his good. Yes. And then the Lord remind me of how another reason why people give up what they could have is because they go, they, when they give testimonies, they're giving testimonies about what they used to do instead of what the Lord has done for them and what they're doing now. Mm-hmm. And how would Saul after... Wait, let me back up. And when they do that, it also builds up a feeling that what they used to do was awesome. And they go mm-hmm. back to that. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord reminded me of what Saul had done. Say, as soon as he got, as soon as the scales came from his eyes, that he got up and started arresting people and was bringing them to jail. It said that he received what was given to him. Which was what? He received the Holy Spirit and healing. Okay. He received salvation, That's Holy it. Spirit, healing, absolutely, and... Which came from who? The Lord? The same one he was persecuting, right? What does Ananias okay. say in verse 17? It says, The Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road by which you were coming, has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And then what happened? It's Scales fell from his eyes, immediately fell from his eyes. And then what? He regained his sight. And he got up and was baptized. So going back to what, what we're discussing here, right? What you, the Lord is showing you and, and then you, honey, what you have brought up, right? When did he receive the healing? When he heard, and clearly there was an acknowledgement, whether it was, because the Lord knows the thoughts and intentions of the heart, whether it was vocalized or whether he knew in his heart who Jesus was, right? And, and yes. yes, that was who he was persecuting, right? Even though yes. clearly he was taking that out on other people. As soon as he, there was a acknowledgement or receiving the gift from the Lord, he was healed. And yep, as was pointed out, he received his salvation, Right? Something that he could not do of his own. He could never earn that. We can never earn that. No one could ever earn it. And no one deserves it. It is a gift. It is an extension of grace from the Lord's love that we receive through faith. And then what happened? Immediately after that, he gets up because now he's been, we talked about this in a previous podcast. He was clean. He was pure. That's, that's what happens. When we receive, or, and by receive, I mean acknowledge Christ as Lord and Savior of our life. Mm-hmm. He cleans us out. And, and it happened for, for Paul, or Saul in this case, not yet Paul, but about to be, that scales fell from his eyes. 
All right? So he's cleaned out. There was no wait or delay on receiving the Holy Spirit. He immediately got up and was baptized. And the baptism there is talking about the Holy Spirit. How do we know? Because it says that was the instructions from the Lord through Ananias. Receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, right? Yes. And be baptized yes. with the Holy Spirit. So he immediately also received the same Holy Spirit that the apostles were told to receive from the Lord. Go back to Jerusalem, right? From the day of Pentecost. Not many days from now, you, you will receive the, the promise, the Holy Spirit. He immediately received him. So I, I want to I bring that up because it's important. It's a promise. It's a gift from the Lord to receive his Holy Spirit. But it's also, he's the one that empowers us from on high to be able to carry out, to fulfill all that he's called us to do. All right, without, without the Lord, we can do nothing. Right? And, it, and there is a plan, a purpose for Paul, but I assure you, just as there is a plan, a purpose, a calling, he was chosen for a work, the Lord has chosen you for a work, for, for a plan and a purpose in him, a destiny track in him that he's already laid out for you. But the only way to fulfill it is through him and the leading, guiding, empowering of his Holy Spirit. So I would encourage those that are in the faith, if you have not received the Holy Spirit, don't delay. Receive him immediately. And what is the Lord asking? He asks of everyone to remain clean, to remain pure, holy, righteous before him. Don't entangle yourself with the sin that you've already been made free from. Amen. That, that's another way of articulating and, that. Yes. Don't it, return to your previous or former sins. Move forward in what God has called you to do. And the, the newness of life because you're a new creation when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That's what the word says about us. Exactly. Um, promise, did you have anything else, darling? I did. Okay. It's in the Lord's remind me of how when... When the Lord's cleansed them, the Lord remind me of, like, if there's a spider web and an insect gets off it, and then they fly right back on it, it would be unintelligent to keep doing that. And the Lord's remind me that that's what people do many times. They go, man, I just got out of the sin, and then they glorify the sin instead of what the Lord's done, and by doing that, they get back on the sin. Mm-hmm. And That's a great analogy there, sir. Because even in the what you just gave, right? The example. What happens many times? We may clean up the cobweb, as it were, or the, the spider web. Spider web. We clean up the spider web or the appearance, right? But how many of us actually deal with the thing that's causing or producing the webs? We don't get the spider. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay. Right? Let's let's deal with okay. those things that then create I'll say the appearance, right? The manifestation, the visible sign of there being sin in our life. As opposed to just going, and that's what what I sense you're getting at, just going through the motions and the cycles, but never actually addressing the core thing. What's actually producing sin in our life? What are we allowing to produce sin in our life? Mm -hmm. Let's, Let's address that core thing, that issue, and eradicate it. So we can be clean before our Lord. Well, I've just, it's, it really is a neat analogy. You know, it, 
people talk about having moles in their yard and, mm. and the moles are messing up their yard and they're killing their grass and they put mole traps to trap the moles. Mm -hmm. But the problem is the moles are there because there's grubs in the yard. Right. So treating the moles doesn't treat the problem. Mm. Right. You have to get rid of the grubs. If you get rid of the food source, they go away. We do a lot of work in crawl spaces underneath homes and Rats or mice have gotten in and damaged the ductwork, damaged insulation, have nested. They've urinated and defecated all over the place. And people say, oh, what do I need to do to keep the rats out from underneath my house? I said, well, you need to deal with your food source. And what do you mean? Well, you've got, you've got insects and stuff underneath there. Well, I need to call the terminate, terminator guy or the exterminator guy or something like that. I'm like, well, no, what you really need to do is remove the food source of the pests. It's, it's, it's deeper than that. And mm -hmm. so often we just, like you said, just... Wipe the spider webs away and act like everything's okay, but the spider's going to put the nest right back up again. Like the next morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you walk out the door and walk into it again. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Was that everything, honey? No. Okay. Well, continue, <laughs> Let's roll. Sir. <laughs> I'll try to tee you back up. <laughs> Thank you, Deep. It's in Dolores um, talking to you about when Ann and I sit. Verse 17, where Ananias was talking to Saul about what happened on the road, Lord reminded me that Ananias didn't hear people gossiping, going, Ooh, did you hear what happened to Saul on the road that he got knocked off his horse? And mm. that he was blind. And But the Lord had told him that. And the Lord had reminded me of so many people inside the church go, When the Lord's telling them something like that, they go, No, that's a little bit too outlandish, and they don't say it. And when they don't say it, they're out of the will of the Lord. And he remind me of... Can you explain what you mean by they don't say it? Oh, they don't say everything that the Lord told them to say? Oh, okay. So, so what, what, you're, what, I, what you're getting at here is there was a revelation and insight given from the Lord to Ananias concerning what happened to Saul. Yes. Okay. So he's sharing what the Lord showed him or told and or told him, right? About the situation, his encounter with Jesus. And is that exactly, not exactly what we hear Saul, later Paul, constantly describing? Yes. This was his encounter with Christ, right? Yes. With Jesus. He makes no mistake about it. So there's a, what I sense you're getting at is that there is a, we have to say everything the Lord tells us to say. Everything. There's a, a reason, a purpose behind it. Yes. So we need to be obedient in everything. Not selective. Not cherry pick the things we like and leave out the ones we don't. But to be obedient in all things. And the Lord remind me of, if the song gives you a pair of pants and says, Hey, go give this to this man. You say, no, I'm going to cut off the pant legs and make, make it a loincloth and give it to them instead. That person's not going to be bettered. Exactly. You, cannot have a, you do not have a better idea outside of the Lord. There's a, there's a reason he gave you the instructions he gave you. And it's to accomplish all his plans and his purposes, right? 
Yes. It's Isaiah 55, 11. So let's just do what he's asking us to do in full, in obedience, because we love him. And we only love him because he first loved us, especially when we were in opposition towards him. And if he would die on the cross for us when we were in opposition or at war with him, how much more so after we have put him in his rightful place in our lives? And our joint heirs with Jesus. And are considered sons and daughters of the Most High God. Oh, oh Pastor, are you done? Yes. Well, I'm going to just have to preface while I talk about the next uh, devotional. Okay. Uh, so, what I quickly want to point out, then we'll go into more detail, was... First of all, that you can see that Ananias was obviously listening to the Lord because he understood he understood what Paul was sent there to do. Yes, you could say it was a um, reasonable conclusion, but how did he know exactly what happened to him and exactly what he had on his person, meaning that he knew he had the letters from the chief priest? This wasn't just a strange coincidence, and it wasn't Paul waving around in people's faces saying, you messed up, I'm going to get you with this. <laughs> well, maybe he was. <laughs> <laughs> Good news travels fast, so I'm sure they were talking about it. Um, yes, I was. I I understood that they knew that what happened to Saul because mm-hmm. it's like mommy said, good news travels fast. But I was talking about what he had on him and the exactly the letter, what was on the letter, and what he was coming to do. They knew that he was coming to arrest the believers, but how did they know he had a letter on him? That gave him permission, and the chief priest had signed it. Hmm. Could have been scuttlebutt. Holy Spirit could have revealed it. Yes. Is that what you're alluding to? Holy Spirit gave some inside knowledge? Yes. All right. Some of the, the gifts of the Spirit are in operation um, in this, this passage of Scripture. Um, and that would be the, not the gifts that we are born with that come from the Father, not the office gifts that come from the Son, but the gifts that are made manifest by the Holy Spirit as He wills for the ministry um, and edification and the service to the, the body as He wills to move through people. So yes, um, Ananias was moving through a couple of those spiritual gifts, and I guess we'll pick that up on the next, the next podcast. And the final point that I want to plant was also when you look here, Ananias did not pray for Saul to receive his sight. No mm-hmm. prayer happened. He touched his eyes. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Why did he just touch his eyes? Mm-hmm. Um, because I'd say what the perspective of prayer, pe- many people believe it's just an asking um, of something to happen for them, especially from the Lord. But what prayer truly is, is just a conversation. Many miracles happen um, like we see with the person at the gate with um, Peter and John. It didn't say they got down and prayed for him. He said, take up your bed and walk exactly what Jesus said to many people in his ministry. Jesus didn't always have to go pray for them. They had the faith and they instantly went and did it. Well, so prayer is a conversation with our Heavenly Father. Yes. Yes. When did that conversation happen here? Long before he went to see Saul. Yes. So he was already in agreement and in alignment with that. Lord, told him this is 
the, what you're going to do. This is why you're going. So there was already the expectation, and he just went to do it. And you also see him proclaim it to Saul. The Lord sent me so these things can happen. There is, you still see the faith, like knowing. He's declaring, these things are going to happen. That's why I'm here, talking to Ananias, speaking with Saul, right? Yes. So he's declaring it. Now Saul heard, heard it, and he can come into alignment and agreement and receive it, right? Yes. So yes. the conversation had already happened. He was just being obedient to what the Lord was leading him to do. Yes. So, excellent, sir. Well, let's pause there for today. There's a lot, well, a lot for, for you to, I'll say, receive from the Holy Spirit and to allow him to minister to you. So, that being said, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we thank you for your mercy and for giving us a chance to be your sons and daughters, Lord. For sending your Holy Spirit, Lord, to remind us and to tug on us, Lord, so that we turn our eyes to you, Lord, and we repent for our sins, Lord. And we come into a right relationship with you, God, by your standards. Lord, we thank you for your word and that it never fails, Lord, that we can find all that we have ever needed in it, God, and that it supplies us and it satisfies us in all areas and aspects of our lives, God. We thank you for this time together today and this podcast, Lord, our listeners and our partners, God, that they are being blessed and they are growing in you, Lord, and maturing, God, that they're coming up into new levels with you, God, and that you are causing them to excel, Lord. We thank you for our country, Lord. We thank you for our government structure, Lord, that's based on your word, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to a Day of Prayers morning Bible study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a day of prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.